Do you know what your interior design style is? Like many of my clients, maybe you think you don't have a style, or maybe you aren't sure how to describe it. Does that sound like you? The pressure to know your home and interior design style is real. Knowing your design style can really help you design and decorate your home with way more ease and less stress. So let's dive in and break down all things home design styles. Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create a home you'll love. Whether you're a homeowner, a design enthusiast, or a budding interior designer, you're in the right place for all things home and design. Thanks for listening. All right, on today's episode, we're talking all about design styles and how to figure out what yours is. You might think you don't know what it is or that you don't have one, but that's likely not the case. When I work with clients, I do a lot of digging in and, quote, looking under the hood to help them uncover their design style. I'm looking for patterns so I can hone in on their design style. So first, what are the different home and interior design styles? Well, there are a lot of them, but I don't want to overwhelm you, so we'll touch on them here, but I'll have a link in the show notes so you can see some examples. First up, contemporary design. That is design style that's of the moment. It's ever-changing and based on the current time and trends. Coastal design. That's design that's light, Bright and neutral natural materials. It includes calm colors of the sea, blues and greens. Farmhouse design. Casual, relaxed, clean, and somewhat rustic. Although it can be more refined, farmhouse came into big popularity with Magnolia Homes and Joanna Gaines. Traditional design. That's classic lines. You might find British colonial furnishings, understated details, very popular on the East Coast. Transitional design, a more modern take on traditional style. Traditional may feel too stuffy, but transitional will feel just right. It's a blend of traditional and contemporary. Next up, mid-century design. That's simple silhouettes, Pieces inspired from 1950s style. Modern design. Clean lines, fixed lines, and squared off edges. Minimal, strong, geometric shapes. Industrial. Monochromatic, strong lines, urban vibe, raw woods, strong metals, open floor plans like the vibe of a warehouse. Boho chic. Carefree eclectic design. It's a mix of unique finds with a vintage feel, free-spirited that looks like it was built over time with pieces from your travels. Next up, Hollywood glam, luxury. Think mirrored surfaces and crystals. It's very showy. Look at me, look at me. Scandinavian design, 
is light and airy with organic roots. Simplicity takes the center stage here. French country design has lots of distressed woods, aged metals, soft pattern fabrics. Shabby chic, which is a sister to French country, but it's a little more feminine, weathered, distressed, and vintage. Lots of painted and slip-covered furniture, pastel colors. Asian Zen. It's inspired by Eastern cultures. And then let's wrap it up with Southwest Design. Has a Native American or Spanish influence, wood beams, tribal textiles, and saturated colors. The truth is that it's your house and you get to make the rules. Many times a hybrid or combination of styles works the best. So some popular combos that work really well together are coastal farmhouse, modern industrial, contemporary farmhouse, boho Scandinavian, mid-century modern, French country transitional. I mean, I could go on and on here because you really can combine most styles. Personally, I also don't fit into one specific style, and I'm telling you that that is perfectly okay. My style is best described as transitional coastal because I prefer whites and neutrals and blues that are part of the coastal style, but I do prefer a little formality or elegance. I'm not rustic with my own personal style, so... I don't have a lot of wovens and rattans, but a little more refined pieces. Again, I make up my own style and so can you. One thing to think about is I want you to figure out what isn't your design style. I don't know about you, but I think it's a lot easier to figure out what I don't like than necessarily what I do like. So you can start there. When we look at something like furniture or clothes, we have a gut reaction. When you shop or look at photos at a friend's home, what are your first thoughts? Do you like it? Do you kind of pinch your nose up and think, oh, that's not for me? I want you to listen to that gut reaction and take notes. Rule out what you don't like and move on. That is exactly what I have done with my own home. I can rule out almost all of those design styles because at this time, they're not me. Now that you've figured out what isn't your design style, take note of what store catalogs or magazine pictures inspire you. How do you feel when you walk in certain stores or look through catalogs? You can compare popular retail stores like West Elm, World Market, Z Gallery, Restoration Hardware. What's your feeling as you walk in each store? So West Elm is very mid-century. World Market is definitely boho. And Z Gallery is a lot of glam. Are you excited and ooing and eyeing over every piece when you walk in a store? Or are you scrolling your phone and kind of squishing your face ready to jet out of there? If you're drawn to a lot of pieces at one store, that's a hint at your design style and preference. 
You can also play this or that. Are you more Ethan Allen or Restoration Hardware? Are you more World Market or Z Gallery? Are you more Pottery Barn or West Elm? Are you more Horchow or Serena and Lily, two popular online catalogs? Are you more Ballard Designs or Frontgate? Are you more Bellagio or Cosmopolitan? I got to throw in a Vegas reference there as I hit there a lot for design shows. Next, we want to do some comparisons. What do you like more? It is natural to like and appreciate many different design styles, but I want you to think about what you like more. What's your preference? So with the catalog comparison I just mentioned, you might like several of them, but which one makes your heart go pitter-patter more than the other? Start ruling out pictures you took, your Pinterest pins, or what catalogs you subscribe to to help narrow down your home and interior design style. Next, I want you to look at your own closet. Yes, your own closet. Look at your own closet, and that's a great place to get hints about your own home and interior design style. Do you have a lot of formal, dry-clean-only pieces? Are you more of a jeans and t-shirt kind of gal? Do you see a lot of bold colors? Is your closet full of neutrals? Take mental notes of your fashion style and what you're most comfortable wearing. It often will match up with your home decor style. Again, you're looking for patterns. Now, we want to start a Pinterest board and start pinning. I love Pinterest, but let's be honest, it can be a time suck. Pinterest deep diving can lead you all over the place, all over the place. As I always think about and mention to my clients, we start with a Pinterest board and then we stop. We stop pinning because it can get overwhelming because all of a sudden you could be looking for rugs and then you're pinning some sort of Halloween decor and you've just gone on a completely different tangent. Can you totally relate to that or is that just me? Before you you know it, your search for foil t- foyer tables leads you to 4th of July recipes and then you've forgotten what you looked for initially and you wouldn't be the first person that has happened to. So use Pinterest purposefully. Stay focused on your search. Avoid distractions. Set a timer if that helps you. Then look for patterns in what you pinned. Did you pin a bunch of pictures with blue kitchen islands or shiplap walls? Do all your pins have a similar look and feel? What specifically makes them look similar? Take note of these patterns. Do they all have black accents? Do they all have gold accents? These patterns will point you towards your design style and help give you direction, which is key to your design. Last, I want to talk about appreciation versus style, and this can trip up a lot of people. This is really important to remember because we might like multiple styles, and that's totally okay. But just because you like and appreciate something doesn't mean it's your personal style. It's perfectly okay to like different styles and not want them in your own home. And as an interior designer, 
This one hits close to home. I work really hard creating the rooms I design for my clients. However, my clients all have different styles and each room looks different. And when their room is done, I love it, of course. And I often secretly think about having that style in my own home. Hashtag designer problems right there. But there is always going to be something new and shiny that draws us in and distracts us. It might make us even question our own style. It's okay to like it, to even love it, and know it's not for your own homes. So even though I design my client spaces and I love it, I can now tell that even though I think it's beautiful, it's not for my own home. It takes practice, but I want you to start getting comfortable that you can appreciate and like something, but not use it in your home. Okay, let's have some final thoughts and recap what we talked about in this episode. So we talked about the different styles, uh, different design styles, and you can look in the show notes again, and I'll have a link to some different ones for you to see. Once you choose a style or a combination of styles, remember a combination or hybrid is totally okay. Go with it. Don't overthink it and get into, uh, and don't overthink it and get into overwhelm. One of my students in my design class, we went through a whole lesson about choosing design styles. And after she got through it, She said, oh my gosh, all these years I had no idea what my design style is and now I actually know what it is. And when you know your style, you feel a little more confident because you're like, oh, well, this is the style I tend to embrace. And it just makes you feel more empowered as you're shopping and designing your home. Again, like I said, you don't have to have a single neatly labeled design style. You can create a hybrid or combination of a few styles to define your own unique style. Make up your own. It's totally okay. We talked about figuring out what isn't your style. It helps rule things out, and that's often an easier starting point. Take note of what catalogs you like or don't like, and also look at the clothes in your closet as that can help you narrow down and figure out your design style. We talked about starting a Pinterest board or using a simple folder to collect pictures you like. And then we talked about appreciation versus style. Now, I don't want you to get hung up on your design style, that you sit here obsessing over it and then don't make progress forward. This podcast is all about moving forward with home design. So again, give yourself the gift of patience. It will develop and evolve over time. Design styles don't have to be set in stone, permanent decisions. Yes, they guide us, but styles also change over time, and that's okay. Not only that, it's naturally common. Every five to seven years, in fact, you might find your styles changing a bit, and things you didn't appreciate before make you do a double take. This is totally normal. Action leads to clarity and direction. Just start and follow your heart. Okay, so what to do next? Well, first, please go to the show notes for things I mentioned in this episode. Next, hit subscribe or follow me on social at Nestorations. Thanks so much for listening and keep listening to Home and Nestorations for more design conversations to help you create 
a home you'll love.